0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Joining us this evening to unpack the day's market performance, as he does every Monday, is Kwame Antwi from KOA Capital. Kwame, always a pleasure. Good evening.
1: Good evening and good evening to everyone listening.
0: All right, mean, I think quite a busy week ahead and quite a tricky start to the week. Help us just contextualize all of it.
1: All right. Um, So actually, you know, if we go back last week, uh, I mean, we look at specifically European markets. Uh, Markets were actually quite positive and uh, markets last week actually almost touched um, two-year highs in Europe. And that was on the back of, you know, better than expected Q4 results. And also the you know, expectation that um, the rate cycle of peaked and that we'll probably see rate cuts uh, somewhere in March this year. Today, on the other hand, what we're seeing in markets is that they're a little bit mixed. Um, this started off from news that uh, you know we've always we've spoken before about the Chinese property crisis, and you know this morning we got news that Evergrande, which is a you know massive Chinese uh, property um, developer. Um, with about thirty billion dollars in debt, um, and you know defaulted on its debt in twenty twenty one and for the last two, three years has been trying to renegotiate with its creditors on 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 how to restructure its debt. Um, you, you, uh, they went to a court to ex- ask for an extension. Um, the court rejected it and ordered the liquidation of the property. So that sort of started off the day by you know with with Asian markets a bit mixed. And that sort of followed on through to Europe. For the rest of the week, I think, um, you know, uh, markets will really be determined by the reporting season still. Um, We still have some tech heavyweights to report um, this week. So we've still got uh, the likes of Microsoft, Apple, Meta, uh, Facebook, um, which is uh, previously uh, Meta, which is previously known as Facebook. We've got Amazon and then we've also got Alphabet, which is the parent company of Google. So I think, you know, uh, the, the, the reporting season and the kind of results that they report will probably set the tone for the rest of the week. We also have some um, U.S. jobs numbers that are also going to come through uh, sometime during the week, which is also going to determine the direction of, of how we end the week.
0: Also interesting coming up this week, Kwame, is uh, five of the magnificent seven companies on the NASDAQ are coming out with the numbers there. Alphabet, Microsoft, Apple, mm. Amazon, as well as Meta. Keen to get your thoughts here. Sometimes I wonder if we've created a bubble around this magnificent seven and something that can pop at any time.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think what, what tends to happen is like it's always the case with most businesses. They These, these are companies that have, have become truly global and and they've been able to be quite successful in the last few years and as they continue to deepen and improve their business models and and build you know that the proverbial modes around their business models they've been able to extract a pro, you know a, a bigger share of, of of global economic activity but i think as with everything the party that da- it does get to a point where the the valuations become rich and it becomes quite difficult difficult the earnings um, it becomes quite difficult to justify the kind of valuations that we've got based on the current earnings. And I think we are getting to that point in the cycle. I, I would argue that you know if one looks beyond these um, big mega caps or these mega tech caps, they, they, we begin to see a lot of values in other parts, you know, a lot of value in other parts of the market that haven't seen the same level of share price appreciation that um, this, this big five or magnificent seven, as you call them, have experienced in the last few years.
0: I'm going to bring it back home now and look at uh, some JSC listed companies maybe starting off with Truett's they've warned of a half a year profit hit, and very interesting what we're seeing are coming out of uh, Truett's and I think uh, what makes it interesting for me is that they're actually the retailer that is more liberal with credit and at this time in the festive season when other retailers have fared a little bit okay they haven't fared well at all
1: yeah, so if you actually dig through the trading update, which they gave, which is the 26 weeks to 31 December 2023, um, you know, they re- they report two core groups of businesses. So they've got two as Africa and Office. So two as Africa's flat on last year, same period, and two as Office up, six, you know, 15.6 or so, so, roughly 16%. And that means that the group's overall revenue is up 8.2% now you know, one one of the things that they highlight is, you know, that the fact that, apart from the fact that, you know, obviously the environment is always challenging, they say that they have a very high base. So they're saying that the previous period, which we, they are comparing to, so for like for like basis, you know, that performance was particularly strong. And, and that's one of the reasons why they, you know, they've they've not been able to grow on 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 that high base. But one has to take into context the fact that um, we're still in a very difficult trading um, environment, and you know, to to be able to maintain sort of flat earnings in this market is is actually quite credible. If you look at the, if you go down and look at the um, the estimated headline earnings per share, they're saying that they expect um, headline earnings per share to to sort of increase run about um you know zero to four percent, which isn't bad. I think the, the one area that will probably you know worry analysts is that although we've got flat um for the 26 weeks, um uh, particularly when you look at true West Africa, so flat from for, for the 26 weeks to December, if you look at the the period after their November update, they actually pointed to the fact that sales are declining, which suggests that um the you know the the trading conditions or if you call it trading in the last three months, has been a lot more challenging than the previous three months, which points to, you know, obviously deteriorating underlying performance.
0: Also, keen to touch on what we're seeing happening uh, with uh, UBS and losing ground in uh, the Swiss fund business over the year of 2023. A Difficult year for some.
1: Yeah, look, it's not as you know, it's not as bad as the headlines suggest. So, you know, last year, you know, UBS combined with Credit Suisse. Um, You know, the business is already going through an integration phase. And so data from, I suppose, the equivalent of Assisi are just basically saying if you look at their share of the Swiss funds market, that declined to about 37.6% from 39.3% the previous year. So we're talking, I don't know, um, just under under 200 basis points um, loss of market share, um, which is not you know, surprising considering the fact that they've got quite a massive integration going on. You'd probably see them rationalizing some funds, so probably shutting down some unprofitable funds. So that means they will lose share as well. And then you'll probably find um, these, particularly um, Swiss and German clients, are very conservative in terms of risk. So what you're probably also going to see is some, some clients who say, no, we don't want to have too much exposure to one big house, you know. Previously, if you've got money in Credit Suisse and you got money at UBS, it would have been sort of, you're diversified because you have two different institutions, you combine them and your exposure to one business is too high. So you're probably going to see some further market share losses, which isn't necessarily um, a sign of, you know, performance, but perhaps just, you know, um, part of the rationalization process and, and um, um, you know, money managers or clients just sort of managing their, their their risk to one particular counterpart.
0: Welcome. Kwame, it's always time for this evening. Always a pleasure getting the week started off with you and I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Thank you. Fantastic. Oh Wow, that's Kwame Antwi, founder at K.O.A. Capital with your Monday Market Wrap. Very- You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.